The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Help! I need somebody. Help! Not just anybody. Help! You know I need someone. Welcome to Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley. Family caregivers don't have to be alone in their experiences. You will hear from experts and other caregivers facing the same issues that you may be facing. Now, here is your host, Dr. Gordon Atherley. Welcome to episode 270 of Family Caregivers Unite. This is Dr. Gordon Atherley, your host. Our topic is defeating depression and living with arthritis. Depression, depression is a serious mental illness with various causes which include persistent physical illnesses and disabilities. Depression is associated with feelings that persist and that interfere and often severely interfere with everyday life. Examples are sadness which amounts to despair, a sense of worthlessness, thoughts of death or suicide, and others, and other things that get in the way of ordinary life. But depression may also be a symptom of other serious mental illnesses, such as schizophrenia. Arthritis is a name that refers to many conditions that cause pain in joints and muscles, which is usually associated with inflammation of the joints, and the inflammation causes the joints to look red and swollen, to feel hot to the touch, to be limited in movement, which leads to disability, which can be severe, and which causes the joints to be painful. Arthritis most commonly occurs as osteoarthritis, which is mostly related to aging or to injury. Arthritis also occurs as what's called an autoimmune condition, which is when the body's immune system mistakenly attacks healthy cells. And this this is what happens in rheumatoid arthritis and also in juvenile rheumatoid arthritis, which, as its name suggests, affects children. Now, depression and arthritis affect as many as 70 million North Americans which is why our topic today, defeating depression and living with arthritis, is so important. To discuss it, our guests are Jennifer Lee and Lynn Moore. Jennifer is project manager for Work With Us, a project with Mood Disorders Society of Canada. She holds a Master's of Public Policy from the University of Toronto's School of Public Policy and Governance, and a BA Honours from the University of British Columbia. From 2010 to 2013, she held positions in the Ontario government, where she led multi-level stakeholder engagement strategies, including labour safety practices and province-wide social media strategies. In 2008, she led a healthcare panel examining healthcare and housing supports for homeless populations, and this work was she did at the Centre for Research on Inner Health. 
Um, from 2006 to 2012, she was a features writer for Thomson Reuters. Lynn is the director of programs and services at the Arthritis Society, which is Canada's only charity devoted solely to funding and promoting arthritis research, programs, and patient care. She's responsible for providing national leadership to the Society's education, programs, and services, and serves as the Canadian National Ambassador to Fit for Work Europe. She's an adjunct professor in the University of Toronto's Health Policy Management and Evaluation Program, where she tutors students in the graduate-level Canadian healthcare system and health policy courses. She has a Master's of Health Administration from the University of Ottawa and is a certified health executive. So welcome to the show, Jennifer and Lynn. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much. Right, let's go. Now, Jennifer, starting with you, please tell us more about your life and your work with the Mood Disorders Society of Canada. Jennifer? Okay, yeah. So my background is in government and public policy. Uh, as you mentioned, before uh, I started working with Mood Disorders Society of Canada, uh, I was working at the Provincial Ministry of Labour on health and safety policy. Um, well, I'm the project manager for Work With Us. I am also involved in Mood Disorders Societies of Canada's National Defeat Depression Campaign, um, which connects communities and builds awareness and visibility around the importance of mental health and services that support this important aspect of public health across Canada. Uh, on a personal level, I recognize that mental health affects all of us and at different times in our lives. For example, depression is something that many people I have met have experienced either themselves or through someone they know and at a different stage, at different stages in their lives. Um, I'm very dedicated to raising awareness on this topic um, and looking at how 4-5% of Canadians, for example, are depressed at any one time. Uh, it's a figure that Mood Disorders Society of Canada has published in their quick facts on mental illness and addiction in Canada. I think it's very important to consider the lifetime impact of mental health challenges in Canada, and this can be something that affects all of us, either directly or indirectly, whether it's our family members, colleagues and friends, caregivers, um, throughout their lifetime. Right. So I'm pleased to be a part of that organization. Right. Lynn, please tell us more about your life and your work with the Arthritis Society. Lynn? Thank you very much, Gordon. It's very exciting for me to be a part of today's discussion. Um, throughout my career, I've always worked in the healthcare sector, and I was thinking about our interview today and realized that that dates back to my summer jobs during my university studies when I worked in a hospital. And at that point, I decided that my planned career in library science was uh, not where I was meant to be, but I really needed to focus more on the area of health and how I could contribute to the health of Canadians. Uh, one of my first jobs after I graduated from the master's program was in Toronto, where I had a job in uh, a hospital specializing in chronic conditions. And that really created in me a passion to do work where I could make a difference in the lives of people with health and physical challenges versus the more traditional jobs um, that the hospital sectors would have offered me, where the focus was really more on acute health care needs. Since then, I've worked in not-for-profit and charitable organizations where the focus has been on chronic or lifelong challenges. Uh, for example, I worked at the Alzheimer's Society. I've worked at the Canadian Paraplegic Association and with Red Cross. 
I came to the Arthritis Society seven years ago, and uh, it seems like yesterday the complexity of the needs and the opportunity to contribute here are almost without limit. There's, as you know, over 4.6 Canadians of all ages living with one or more of the over 100 forms of arthritis. And arthritis is also a disease of women primarily. Um, We can't forget that although primarily it's women, over a million men are affected by arthritis. The other thing that that really adds to the challenges and the opportunities is when you get arthritis, you get it for life. And arthritis can strike you at any age from toddler right through to a recent story where a gentleman was diagnosed with arthritis at the age of 92 for the very first time. Um, There's no cure for arthritis. In fact, we don't even really know what causes it. But it's really quite exciting because even in the short time I've been here, there's been better treatments for the various forms of arthritis. But a really important aspect of helping Canadians to live well with arthritis is to help them be very successful in self-managing their disease. Um, People with arthritis live with it 365 days of the year, and they really only interact with a health professional about four hours out of that year. So they need to be very strong self-managers so that they can truly live successfully with their arthritis. It's very rewarding for me to be working in an organization where I can help them with the tools and the education that they need to be self-managers. Right. Now, Jennifer, please just highlight for us um, the work of Work With Us project and how it actually relates to and reads to the problems of depression. Jennifer? Okay, yeah. So Work With Us is a free workplace presentation that we put together, and it draws upon the expertise of both Mood Disorders Society of Canada and the Arthritis Society. So it combines their resources. Um, It is an awareness-building session which provides self-management tips and tools um, for people who have experienced depression um, and arthritis. Um, It provides it for their colleagues as well as employers. And for depression specifically, um, we talk about how to identify depression, uh, what are the signs and symptoms. Uh, We talk about how to 2.5 million Canadians are affected by depression. And we also get into a discussion about how, you know, approximately 90% of people who are depressed uh, may not reach out for treatment. Um, And the uh, statistics uh, reflect that those that actually do reach out for treatment are very successful. Um, They respond to treatment very well. So um, this program addresses that need of trying to get the information out, out there and how people can access the resources that would help them through their depression. Um, we also give exercises um, to management and staff uh, who may be dealing with depression and how they might go and they talk about um, how they might go about approaching this topic in the workplace. Uh, right. For example, employers might not be sure how to start the discussion about an employee who might be go- experiencing depression themselves. So we want to encourage an open discussion in the workplace between management and employees and draw attention to the importance of knowing what resources are available, um, especially under things like the employee assistance plan. Right. Um, now I'm, I'm going to stop you there, Jennifer, only because time's running out, and I want to hear put the same question to Lynn, but we will come back to the points you're making. So, yeah. Lynn, please tell us about the Work With This project and how it relates to the challenges of arthritis. Lynn? Thank you, Gordon. I'd like to start by saying that one of the opportunities the Work With Us project allows us to do is to start to dispel some myths. It is a myth that arthritis is a disease of the elderly, but 
yet the vast majority of people believe that to be true. In fact, two-thirds of people living with arthritis are of working age. People with arthritis tell us work is very important to them. When you consider what arthritis or other lifelong conditions take away from a person, it's very easy to appreciate the importance of enabling them to engage in life and in work to the fullest possible extent, and, and work with us will help us to do that. People with arthritis often engage very productively in work, and most of them tell us they come to work even when feeling unwell because of their arthritis. I, I think that the Work With Us project is unique as to this time and place in, in medical science advances. Fifteen years ago, people with arthritis would not have been facing the same challenges with work because the treatments just weren't there. And arthritis often, all too often, led to a life of disability and the inability to engage fully and completely in work. So it, this is really a, a really exciting time and story. And Work With Us is there to help us now move into the workplace and work with the cultures and the, the, the workers and their, their managers to try and, and make sure people with arthritis um, don't have to fight against policies, practices, and stigma that perhaps date back a decade or more ago. Um, even with the best possible medical management, though, a person with arthritis can experience an unpredictable flare in their symptoms, particularly, as you described, with the more inflammatory forms of arthritis. And I think the Work With Us program really focuses in on two diseases that often aren't seen as being similar, depression and arthritis, and yet share some very strong similarities in that both are invisible. In many cases, you cannot tell somebody who has one of these diseases. And also both um, tend to be having very good medical management. So the, the times when people aren't able to engage fully in work are very episodic. So Work With Us allows us to start people in workplaces thinking more comprehensively about uh, how they approach people with illnesses like uh, depression and arthritis and can start building in the changes and the, the strategies that allow people with these conditions to take full advantage of work and, uh, and really contribute as fully as is possible for them. Now, I'm going to stop us there because we, we do have to take the break. This is where I always say we have to pay our rent, so we'll do that now. But we're coming back to all of these points. This is Dr. Gordon Natalie, and my guests are Jennifer Lee and Lynn Moore. You're listening to Family Caregivers Unite on the Voice America Variety and Empowerment channels and CJMP 90.1 FM Community Radio. Please stay with us. We will be back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Hi, I'm Ed Krell, CEO of Destination Maternity. We proudly support the March of Dimes work to reduce the rate of premature birth. The numbers have gone down in the past five years, but still nearly half a million babies are born too soon in the United States each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs to help more moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit MarchofDimes.com. 
If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley. If you have any questions or comments about our program, please address them by email to docg at familycaregiversunite.org. Now, back to Family Caregivers Unite. Welcome back to our listeners to Family Caregivers Unite and Jennifer Lee and Lynn Moore. Our topic is defeating depression and living with arthritis. Now let's talk about the challenges created by depression and or arthritis. So, Jennifer, first for you, what are the most challenging of the challenges experienced by persons affected by depression and by depression that's accompanied by arthritis. Jennifer? That's a good question. So um, I've often heard many people speak about the fact that mental health challenges are invisible and they go undiscussed. And I think this is one of the biggest challenges that we face. Um, there's still a significant amount of stigma attached to the topic of mental health challenges still to this day. And this can also be said for arthritis. Um, chronic pain is not something you can show or demonstrate to others, and oftentimes people will keep the, what they're experiencing to themselves. Um, if people are afraid to reach out for help and support because they don't think that what they're experiencing will be recognized as being important and valid to their well-being, uh, it's difficult for them to take those proactive first steps towards getting well. And stigma plays a, val- a powerful role here in serving as a barrier for people who might want to otherwise access resources and get the help they need. Um, and I think there's also a cycle between chronic pain and depression. As we sit here today, there are not a lot of programs in place across Canada that address how mental health and physical health go hand in hand. And one of the things that we try and emphasize in this program is that how you feel about the way you feel is important. Um, if you feel, if you are experiencing chronic pain from arthritis on a daily basis, there's an emotional component to that and chronic pain can lead to depression if you're feeling depressed, you may not feel uh, like reaching out for help. And so we aim to provide resources um, through our program to promote them where people can go online and talk to other people who experience depression and arthritis and uh, get tips from the experts, get the latest information on what they can do if they're experiencing chronic pain, uh, how they can make some simple lifestyle changes such as their diet, exercise, and sleep. Um, we want to create that network, that support network for people that are experiencing these, both of these challenges and, uh, and hope that it's a, and we believe that it's a very self-empowering experience to be able to connect, especially with others who can understand what you're going through. And so that's something, a tool that we very much promote through this program. Lynn, what are the most challenging of the challenges experienced by persons affected by arthritis and by arthritis that's accompanied by depression? What are the most challenging of those challenges? Lynn? That's a question that really is a challenge in itself to answer. Um, 
Arthritis is, is a very complicated disease. It can take many forms. It can strike at any age, and it can affect almost any joint in the body. So what arthritis means for one person may be totally different from what it means for someone else. Um, so this makes it very hard in the workplace to, to know what the right answer is because, again, it really is quite variable. People with arthritis are also very much more likely to have other chronic conditions like depression or cardiovascular disease or even diabetes. And we hear that um, because arthritis is complicated, it's invisible, and often by the time a person raises it in the workforce, um, what they tend to be actually dealing with is not necessarily the arthritis themselves. It tends to be the stress or the depression that has resulted from that, that fight that they have been engaging in. And as Jennifer said, often engaging in alone. I've already mentioned the fact that, that arthritis is, is both episodic and often invisible. And that really also creates a big challenge in the workplace for both colleagues and managers to know how and when to help out. If you had a colleague who came to work with a broken leg, um, you know what you needed to do to help them. If you saw them on transit, you'd offer them your seat. But you don't see somebody who's standing in front of you holding onto that pole on the bus who's really in tremendous pain from the OA in their hip. You know, as you're walking into the office, you don't think and hold the door for somebody coming behind you because you don't know that they have RA and their hands are so sore that holding that door is going to cause some extreme pain. So again, it really comes down to the, the need for the person to disclose that they need help. And with arthritis, very much like with depression, there's a huge stigma that makes people reluctant to make that disclosure that in the long run would probably help them. They right. feel that arthritis is a disease of older people, or they think that they, if they say they have arthritis, they'll be seen as less capable and perhaps be sidelined in their career path. They often tell us that they don't see what anybody else can do to help them, so why bother? Like, why should I tell them if there's nothing they can do and all they're going to do is pity me? So by the time they often reach out and, and, and tell someone, as I've mentioned, it, it's really late in the process, and those easier fixes that might have been possible early on aren't going to be there. And I think that's a lot of what we hope the Work With Us program can help us to address so that colleagues and managers um, will have the opportunity of, of working with the person who can really start to identify what those, those, those adaptations need to be. I, again, I think we have to help people to understand both the employers, the employees, and people with arthritis and depression that people can't see the pain, they can't see the intense fatigue or the muscle stiffness. Um, you know, they can't see the fact that just because you've done your job really well for the last two months, maybe for the last two years, that right now your depression or your arthritis is causing you pain that your normal coping mechanisms can't adapt to. So you just can't do your job the way you used to. And you're Lynn, not just... I'm just I'm going sorry. to stop you there. I'm sorry about this, but time's a little bit pressing. And I want to ask um, Jennifer the question. Jennifer, for you, the question is this. What are the most challenging of the challenges experienced by employers when employees are affected by depression and or arthritis? So one of the biggest challenges um, 
uh, we anticipate is that employers you know, may not feel equipped uh, in terms of how to approach and address the mental health challenge that their employee may be facing in the workplace. Um, they may not. They may notice that someone is not quite themselves. Uh, maybe they've been away sick uh, more than usually uh, they have been in the past, but they may not know how to address this or how to start the conversation. Um, employers also may not be aware of what types of support services are included in their employee assistance programs um, or what kind of supports are out there externally that their employees would be able to access. So it can be difficult to provide support to employees who are facing depression and arthritis if they're not aware of where they can go to get more help. so, and another, I think, important element to consider, too, is that uh, they may not also be aware of simple, low-cost methods that are available that can help their employees who face depression. Um, and we discuss some of these methods in, these, in the presentation that we offer through the program. Uh, we look at things like posture techniques. We talk about planning ahead for your day. Uh, we look at some of the easy-to-implement ergonomic tools, like using a phone book under your feet for uh, supporting posture. Um, we also look at exercises um, you can stand up and do in your cubicle on your break. So these are not things that, that cost uh, come at a high cost to employers necessarily, but they also may not be something that the employer is aware that is out there. And so we wanted to create a package um, that really is easy for them to implement, to take on board, and to use in their workplace to help employees who could be experiencing depression uh, and depression and arthritis. Okay. Now, Lynn, that, so let's talk about the challenges for families and family caregivers. Now, I do understand that this program is basically aimed at the workplace, that is, employers and people are working there. But there are also implications for families and family caregivers. So I wonder if you just very quickly highlight what might be useful in the work uh, that's being done in this project for families and family caregivers, just very briefly. I think that, in general, people who will be receiving the program may also be a family member or a caregiver for somebody with arthritis. And so everything we're doing will help them to better understand and have access to resources because arthritis does very much affect the family and those close to somebody uh, with arthritis. You know, everything I was saying about the impact on managers and caregivers of arthritis being an invisible and episodic disease is equally true for those close to the person. It's very hard to understand why somebody is able to do something at one point and not at another point. I think, too, it's very important as well to remember that often people with arthritis value continuing to work and they do everything they can to maintain that. So often they're effectively robbing Peter to pay Paul by cutting back on their social and family obligations so that they have the strength and the energy to fulfill their work obligations. And and that creates a vicious cycle because then they're um, more prone to having stress and in some cases depression because they're not engaging in those very healthy, holistic lifestyles. We also have to remember that arthritis affects children. And if you have a child that has arthritis, receiving a program like Work With Us is really going to help you to understand that you're not alone. They're going to, it's going to help you to understand where some of those resources are that can help you so that in turn you can manage your whole life better and in, in turn be more uh, fulfilled and productive at work. The stress on families of someone who has arthritis is, is enormous. And 
it's not just stress and the fact that they aren't able to maybe fulfill their role as their their family member expects them to. There can often be a financial challenge. Um, arthritis can be a very expensive disease. Some of the medications are very costly. Not all of the health plans cover them. And there's a lot of out-of-pocket costs for things like therapy, massage, and often even specialized transportation on those days when you just can't take public transit to work. Right. Now, in other words, <clears throat> the implications for the, for the family are wide and important um, as part of the bigger picture. Now, once more, it's time to take the break. This is Dr. Gordon Atherley, and my guests are Jennifer Lee and Lynn Moore. You're listening to Family Caregivers Unite on the Voice America Variety and Empowerment Channels and CJMP 90.1 FM Community Radio. Please stay with us. We will be back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. You are listening to Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley. If you have any questions or comments about our program, please address them by email to docg at familycaregiversunite.org. Now, back to Family Caregivers Unite. Welcome back to our listeners to Family Caregivers Unite and Jennifer Lee and Lynn Moore. Our topic is defeating depression and living with arthritis. Now, let's talk about the ways in which the Work With Us project will help overcome the challenges we've just discussed. You've already said quite a lot about those things, but I want you to be more specific, both of you, about the way in which the challenges are going to be overcome with your project. So first of all, Jennifer, what are the ways in which work, the Work With Us project will help overcome the challenge, challenges faced by persons with depression and or arthritis? Jennifer? Yeah, so as I mentioned, often people who are experiencing depression and arthritis may not come forward to look for help themselves. 
Um, and as such, we've designed a program in a way so that resources like your Arthritis Society's Ask an Expert blog and Mood Disorders Society of Canada's discussion forum are being profiled and featured on materials like our workplace posters, our presentations, our handouts through social media, and our website. We profile things like heel-to-toe lifts, ankle circles for arthritis, and we feature these exercises from their top 10 exercises information sheet. We also provide information on how to access more specifics on information on sessions like the Arthritis Society's Chronic Pain Management Workshop. And we feature how to get help, um, as a four-page uh, overview of that Mood Disorder Society of Canada has put together on how an individual can navigate through the system and look for support and services if they're experiencing mental health challenges. So we encourage people to go online and access support groups and networks and information that can help during their workday. And finding support and peer networks can play a vital role in the self-management of one's own health, just knowing that you're not the only one out there experiencing these conditions is so very helpful. Um, and at the same time, this is an awareness building program. We want to provide individuals who are facing depression and arthritis, uh, in addition to their employers and colleagues, with the information, case examples, on how they might go about approaching the subject of uh, mental health and arthritis in the workplace um, by raising awareness about the impact of depression and arthritis. We are, we are hoping to get the conversation going and we're recognizing and we're showing that this is something that's very significant. It affects all of us and it's very common. So it's a good point to, to start the conversation at. Right. Lynn, same question basically. In what ways, what are the ways and what ways will the Work With Us project help overcome the challenges faced by employers with employees with depression and or arthritis? Lynn? Jennifer's done a very good job of outlining some of the very practical um, outcomes that we're hoping to achieve through the program. Maybe I'll talk about uh, the importance of starting the conversations that can lead to culture change. You know, we, we both talked about how arthritis and depression are those invisible episodic conditions. There's a lot of myth. There's a lot of stigma out there. Um, people just aren't having the conversations um, because there's not the trust, there's not the sense of empowerment, there's not the sense that people would be willing to help me. We're hoping that through the awareness raising and some of the information that Work With Us will provide, that the culture in workplaces will start to shift so that the, the managers, the, the employers, are going to start to be um, the ones who will become the champions and the sponsors of this change, they'll be able to start looking at their policies and their practices in ways that will build in the flexibility that really will be much more supportive of someone uh, with depression or arthritis. So, for example, someone with arthritis who is really suffering with a lot of chronic pain may need to actually work a longer work day because they need to take more frequent rest breaks during the day, either to do some stretching or to, to just rest. And that's something that the employers will be more open to receiving that conversation and I think understand better why that flexibility and why their existing policies and procedures don't work. So if I had one word to really just end with what we're hoping to achieve is really the beginnings of that culture change. Right. Now, Jennifer, I'm going to be asking you again about the challenges faced by family caregivers working with family, you know, 
with working family members with depression or an, and or arthritis. Now, d just let me put the question to you in this way. There very often isn't much uh, communication between the employer and the families of the employee. In fact, I think it would be frowned on. But on the other hand, many of the things that you're both talking about that are going to be helpful to the employers are things that the family members should also know about. So how will the the project um, actually help the sharing of the information that's so important? Jennifer? Yeah, so I, that's a good question. And that is the reason why we centralize the information uh, that we offer through the program on our website as well. As we want to have a place where um, family members and caregivers can go and also access information. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, Mood Disorders Society of Canada has a uh, feature fact sheet on finding help, you know, and, and so this is something that a family member can take and go online, download it, you know, and look through it and see how they might be able to support their parents uh, who could be experiencing depression um, in the workplace or at work on a daily basis. This is something that they can help with from that respect. Uh, so we want to improve access to these important resources that are going to be beneficial to not only the individual who's experiencing uh, depression, but also their family members who they feel that they can be a part of the solution and working together uh, as well. Um, and, you know, we often find that, you know, the cases that those are the people with the busiest lives don't have the time to take care of themselves, to put their mental health first. So if we can centralize the information and make it accessible to uh, family members, caregivers, anybody can go onto our website and look at the information that we have there, uh, we believe that we'd have a greater chance of success in having everybody come to the table and work together on uh, supporting the individual who's facing uh, depression on a daily basis. And we also we often you know speak about and we recognize the fact that caregivers, uh, for example, are often at the front lines of mental health as they provide essential health services to families. Um, so this program is something that we have designed to benefit anyone who is experiencing depression and arthritis, or anyone who knows someone who's facing these challenges. So we really the biggest drive behind it is supporting access to the resources we think are going to be the most effective. Right. Now, Lynn, it's basically the same question, but phrased in a slightly different way. I want you, please, to focus on the question of quality of life for families and their family members. Because when somebody is in pain, um, has mobility challenges, is struggling to keep a job, and the family are worried about him or her, um, the quality of life surely suffers. Now, first of all, do you agree with that? And if you do, and I think you do, um, what are the things, the ways in which Work With Us is going to help that particular challenge? Lynn? I agree with you completely on that. It, it's very hard when you're, you're struggling um, and maybe putting too much of your effort in, in being successful at work to not create some, some challenges and stresses and strains at home. And that affects not only the person that lives with arthritis, but also their their spouse and their children. Um, you know, we hear stories all the time of of people telling us that they just, you know, my, my, my spouse or my child just doesn't understand. I can't get up and I can't perhaps take my son to hockey practice at 4 in the morning because my hands are so stiff in the morning, it takes me 45 minutes to get out of bed, dressed, and comb my hair. I, I just can't do it. And... You know, yet sometimes they're unwilling to disclose that it's the arthritis 
not just the fact that they don't want to get up early. Um, and, and therefore, that creates some tensions at home. We're really hoping that through the, the information and the, the education they get through work with us, they'll be able to have more effective conversations, be more empowered to really talk about why they're facing these challenges, and see their family as being part of the support network that they need to truly have a high quality of life. I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the the financial challenges and the impact on quality of life that arthritis and and depression as well can have, because people do need sometimes to make choices around where they put what are often limited financial resources. And, you know, we hear stories both ways. Uh, I just received a request the other week of a man who uh, their, their, his, his employment benefits plan had a financial cap on how much money he could spend every year on, his, on medications. And that meant he could either take his arthritis medication, half doses, or and if he wanted to pay for his son's asthma medication. And those are the kind of choices that unless work with us can help both the employers understand the importance of a benefit plan to the overall health and well-being of their employees and also help the, the, the workers with these conditions go home and be better able to ask for the help they need so they're not making choices that are self-destructive not only to themselves but also to their family's quality of life. This is a powerful social service, a wide benefit to employers, to employees, to families and to society and also, I'd argue, to the healthcare system. Now, on that point, we're going to take the break again. This is Dr. Gordon Adderley and my guests are Jennifer Lee and Lynn Moore. You're listening to Family Caregivers Unite on the Voice America Variety and Empowerment Channels and CJMP 90.1 FM Community Radio. Please stay with us. We will be back. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for the keywords World Talk Radio. Once you're a part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the World Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for World Talk Radio. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. 
Save on your prescriptions with the RX Savings Plus drug discount card offered by Voice America. It is not insurance and discounts are only available from participating pharmacies, but 9 out of 10 pharmacies participate nationwide. Start saving today. Print your free card online at voiceamerica.rxsavingsplus.com or text the word TALK RADIO to 96362. You are listening to Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley. If you have any questions or comments about our program, please address them by email to docg at familycaregiversunite.org. Now, back to Family Caregivers Unite. Welcome back to our listeners to Family Caregivers Unite and Jennifer Lee and Lynn Moore. Our topic is Defeating Depression and Living with Arthritis. Now I want you both to talk about the things that you would like the Work With Us project to have achieved in three years' time when the project will have come to an end. So Jennifer, what would you like Work With Us to have achieved for working people affected by depression? Jennifer? Well, right now we have uh, a situation where there's about one in five Canadians living with depression and in a workplace that certainly adds up uh, considering the size of certain uh, departments and different workplaces. And many of the people who experience own, as we've mentioned, uh, they don't tell anyone, perhaps outside of a family doctor who they may not see more than once or twice. Um, and they aren't accessing a lot of peer support or looking at someone, uh, some of the latest studies and information coming out about how diet, exercise, sleep can make a very big impact on their daily lives. And we recognize that the small changes to our daily routines um, can end up having a tremendous impact overall. So just one drop into Mood Disorder Society of Canada's discussion forum or a few trips to the gym or, or tips on how they can um, you know, exercise throughout the week can end up playing a big role in terms of someone's recovery and maintenance of their mental and physical health. Um, and we want to encourage this type of change. We want to show that it can be fairly easy to make small yet impactful uh, decisions. And so in 2014, we want to be getting out to as many workplaces as we can, working with HR professionals and managers and staff who are interested in picking up a copy of our presenter's guide and delivering a session. It's based on a lunch and learn format. Um, we want to support that person who is also willing to be a workplace champion and get the conversation going on how these resources can be accessed and leveraged to make a very big difference in people's lives. A, a great prospect. Now, Lynn, same question. What would you like work with us to have achieved for working people affected by arthritis? Lynn? In many ways, what I would like is very similar to what Jennifer has already said. But again, I think to to go back more to that culture and that, that, that ability to ask people for help at the right time and in the right way, um, and to have the person that you're asking understand a little more about what it is you're facing so you don't have to go into the details every time. So really, again, to change cultures to being much more mutually supportive and to help people who themselves are living with arthritis and with depression to feel more empowered, uh, to understand that it is not going to be seen as a negative that they need help this day because maybe they can give it back on another day in a different way. So again, to build that confidence, that sense of optimism and positive, that they, they can really move forward more effectively. I think also I would really like work with us to have started 
to raise awareness, which is absolutely critical to dispelling the stigma around arthritis and depression. I think we've shown through a number of, of different programs already out there, particularly in the mental health area, that we can have an incredible impact on stigma. And I think if that stigma is removed, then I think that people are going to be able to work together in much more healthy ways so that people with arthritis and depression feel that they can do what they need to do to be healthy and therefore very productive in the workplace. Right. Now, Jennifer, what would you like the project Work With Us to achieve for the workplace, that is for employers with employees affected by arthritis and or depression? Jennifer? Well, I think we would really like to bridge that gap uh, in that place where employers might not know how to approach the topic of mental and physical health in the workplace, and employees might not be seeking out support and information on their own. We want to connect, make the connections where we feel that there's a gap in information and self-empowerment for people who experience depression and arthritis. Um, And we'd like to get the conversation going and raise awareness of the importance of physical and mental health and really start to dig away, as Lynn has mentioned, at the stigma that surrounds both arthritis and depression. Uh, as we have a, uh, some information coming out about, you know, how you feel about the way you feel is very relevant and very important to yourself and to your family. So we really want to address the stigma that might be hanging over uh, depression and arthritis and really get at the fact that a lot of people are encountering these challenges. Um, and your mental and physical well-being are things that you can play an active role in supporting, and oftentimes it can be about ongoing maintenance and setting up a routine. Um, through Work With Us, we want to provide a list of tools and resources and first-hand accounts. We also feature videos of people that have gone through depression and arthritis, and we talk about some of the self-management tools that have worked for them. So in that sense, we want to make the program very relatable It's very uh, to, most, to people who are uh, experiencing these conditions. It's something that we're, we're going to be able to provide first-hand knowledge on how these, both of these challenges can be addressed. And we'd like to really address the statistics that Mood Disorders Society of Canada reports, where a significant number of people who face depression don't seek treatment, and those who do go are very successful in terms of their outcomes. And there's a lot of work to be done, but we believe this is a program that is the first step in getting both employers and employees to understand that there is help out there. It just needs to be brought out to the forefront. Right. Lynn, it's exactly the same question, but it's talking about, um, asking about what the project will have achieved for families and family caregivers of working people who are affected by arthritis and or depression. Uh, What will be the changes that you really want to see? Lynn? Well, I think I'd like to start by following up on Jennifer's final comment, because as for depression... Arthritis is also a very treatable condition. We may not be able to cure it, but there are some very effective medical managements out there. And I think that by helping to educate the families and caregivers of people who may be in the early stages of arthritis, we may be able to encourage these people to get early diagnosis and the best possible medical treatment before they've suffered an irreversible joint damage. So I think that, you know, it is part of really improving that outreach to get people the treatment they need. But I think also it's very important for people who are close to those with arthritis or depression to also know where they can find those supports and those services that they need. Because I think 
helping someone to live through a, a lifelong chronic condition that can be very impactful in our areas of their life is, is very challenging for those close to you as well as to the person living with it. So as Jennifer said, really to help people to know where to go for help, where to go so they don't feel so alone, so that in turn they can be an effective part of the self-management that helps a person with depression or arthritis to truly live well and engage in work productively. Now, by way of summary, because unfortunately we're coming to an end of, of this particular episode, but what I would like to say to you first of all is I think this project is breaking very new ground in the sense that you're looking at a physical condition which is treatable but not necessarily curable and which can very much get in the way of a normal life, a working life, impair quality of life and what is in effect a serious, what is never mind in effect, what is a serious mental illness. And the fact that the two can occur together and that one can, so to speak, exacerbate the other um, is, is something that I think has been vaguely understood. But because in the medical system anyway, and I'm speaking as a retired physician, you know, there are specialists in arthritis and there are specialists in depression, um, but what you're doing is bringing the knowledge, the expertise, the information, the systems, the services together in the workplace, spilling out from the workplace into the family and the community um, to see those two conditions as things that need to be dealt with, improved and helped because of the very fact that they may be exacerbating each other. And I think I'd like to suggest that what you're doing uh, should be widely understood across my ex-profession and healthcare because of that idea of looking at both conditions together for their effects and what should be done about them. So when I say to you, I wish you every success, I wish you every success on every front I wish you every success because what you're doing is impressive and important. And I also wish you every success because I think you're on to something which ought to be copied uh, in other contexts. Now, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure working with you. And I, again, wish you every success in your work. I want to say thank you to our listeners. We'd like to hear your comments on this episode. And from our listeners, I'd like to hear about ideas for topics or if you're interested in being a guest on the show. Our next episode will be family caregiving in the Chinese traditions. Please join us, same time, same spot on the internet. Talk to you then. Thank you again for joining us this week for Family Caregivers Unite with your host, Dr. Gordon Atherley. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. And until then, we hope our program will help make the coming week easier and more hopeful. And I do appreciate you being Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, 
please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 